Glad that you're with us today, and man, finally got some great weather, huh? I can tell by everybody's out enjoying the great weather, right? <laughs> Anyways, you know, we're going to start a new series today on uh, the, the times and seasons of your life with Jesus, and today we're going to look at hope in the last days. But you know, I, I, I want you to think about one thing before we open our prayer. I really believe that we get confused as believers is because we look more in our life with time instead of seasons. God looks at our life with seasons. When he has built something in our life, then we go on to the next thing, the blessings happen. When we look at our life in time, when the Lord doesn't come through in a certain way, at a certain time, we get discouraged. So I want you to always remember, God is looking at your life as a season. And so we're going to look at that back and forth the next couple of weeks. But we're going to look at today that during these days that we live in, the times that we live in, that there's hope in the last days. Because every time, it never ceases to amaze me when I, I'm doing research for the week, you see the same things that I do on the news. It's just, you just shake your head. It's like, what is going on? Let's pray. Father, we're thankful, Jesus, that we can just take a deep breath every first day of the week. You remind us once again that we have hope. You remind us, Jesus, that you're in control. And, Lord, that you are working in our life. You're going to bless our life. And, Lord, may we just know today who you are, who you are, Jesus, in our life, and the love that you pour into our heart, that through that hope we'll never be disappointed. Lord, speak to our hearts today, everyone in the same way, and at the same time, Lord, every one of us need to hear from you in a different way. Lord, forgive me in anything so I can be used in a clean vessel as I speak your word today. In Jesus' name, amen. I want you to look in, uh, in 2 Timothy, 2 Timothy as we see the hope that we have for the last days, but we, we've got to realize the Lord always gives us direction. It's amazing. It's thousands of years old, and it's still relevant Today, it will be relevant tomorrow. It'll be re relevant. God is with us. His word, he became, and the word became flesh. He, for all eternity, it's relevant every day, his word. It's amazing how it still relates. That, that's how we can tell people we know this is the truth. You can pick it up and you can see uh, in many ways today's headlines in God's word that was written thousands of years ago. You know, we've never lived in a time where people are more self-absorbed. And that's what this first part of this I want us to focus on. There's so many different uh, definitions of different things that are happening in the times that we're living in. But we're just going to look at two today in these verses in 2 Timothy chapter 3, verses 1 through 5. But know this. We're looking at it today. Know this. God wants us to know this right now today. 
in the last times or in the last days what is happening. In the last days, perilous times will come. In other words, stressful times it, what it's saying there, and if you take a stick of dynamite and throw it in the mix, that's what it means in original language. Everywhere you go, it's stressful. So much more, it gives an example of, of, of dynamite is getting ready to explode. That's how stressful it is, and all of us realize that. In society, whether it's in the Middle East, whether it's here in the United States, or whether it's in what's happening in people's homes. Perilous times will come. For men will be lovers of themselves. We're going to really focus in on that in a minute. Lovers of money, boasters, proud, blasphemers, disobedient to parents, unthankful, unholy, unloving, unforgiving, slanderous, without self-control, brutal, despisers of good, Traitors, headstrong, haughty, lovers of pleasure rather than lovers of God, and having a form, this is so true today in our world we live in, having a form of godliness, but denying its power from such people turn away. The first part says, lovers of themselves. People will be lovers of themselves. You know, uh, I have to question if you don't know the answer is who 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 took the first selfie? You know? Well, Paris Hilton says she took the first selfie. Alright? Just want to let you know that. Who took the first selfie? You know, it goes back to do you know that, that photography was invented? Uh, oh, let me get this right. I looked it up. Anyways, it's close around here somewhere. I believe in 1826. Isn't that amazing? How long ago photography started? It was said that the, the very first selfie that someone actually took was about 100 years ago. A couple took, a, the, you know, those big box cameras. You know, you'd see they put the, like the hood over their head and they'd get in behind the camera, you know. And it's that big old box, you know. That they actually turned the box around and took a picture of themselves 100 years ago. And it's crazy what we see happening, selfie, social media. You know, you know why Twitter exists today in many ways and why someone's Twitter account grows? They purposely argue with other people on Twitter because that's how their account grows. And, and the more they have, the more followers they have and so forth. Sociologists tell us that social media today involving ourselves, that we want that feedback from Facebook and hits and likes and all that, is more addicting than gambling. Isn't that amazing? You know, and the, it's interesting when you hear someone that's so up there on the ladder in social media, and I have to quote this today, I thought it was so interesting when we see how self-absorbed that we have become, and especially as we go down the ladder, the younger, the ages, and, and everything has to do with what we see, what someone else looks like, what they're doing, how perfect their life is on social media. <clears throat> Selena Gomez, I think she's the, yeah, she actually says here, she's the third most followed person on social media, Selena Gomez. She has over 150 million 
followers on Instagram. Just Instagram. I start counting the others. 150, uh, the soccer star Rolando in, in uh, uh, Christian Rolando, I think, in, in Europe. Uh, there's somebody else, and then there's, there's her. Listen to what she said just this past week. She speaks from experience because of all her followers she has. She voiced concern about the terrible effects that social media has had on young people. This is from someone that's the third most followed person on that selfie, on that social media. Everything is supposed to be perfect. You, you look great. All the, all the pictures are, you know, uh, what do they call their, their uh, self-enhanced, all the pictures that you see on there of, of people. It, it's amazing. So what I'm saying is it doesn't, that, that so shows us that we're in the last days. Lo- people will be so lovers of themselves. We've never lived in a society more that has portrayed ourselves more through Facebook, Twitter, through uh, Instagram, Snapchat, more about me than any other time. It shows us that, that we are actually in these last days. The Bible also continues to go on to tell us different things that will happen and how cold. The Bible says love will grow cold in the last days. Did you see this week? It was just shocking me because the, we can see just about anything because of the video cameras everywhere. In Southern California, the woman who tried to steal the four-year-old child, if you saw that, she's in a McDonald's. She walks over. She just picks this four-year-old child up and walks out the door. And, and fortunately, someone realized what was going on. And they caught her, and she's now in jail. <clears throat> and then I... And I began to read the article more, and I thought, well, am I reading the same article over again? And, and then two days later, it happened somewhere else, the same thing. Just pick a child up wherever they were. I, th- I think it was another fast food restaurant. And pick the child, and I walked out the door, and, and that person that got the child, but they didn't catch the, that person. Can you imagine? Stealing a child. We see this, uh, we don't really begin to comprehend what is going on. You know, it's, it's just unbelievable what we see. We can't help but to know that we're in the last days. If you saw the shooting out again, and, and you know, a lot of these things, you say whatever happens out west or in California, just, you say you take 10 years to come here. Now, that's not the case. It just takes a couple years to get here or even faster. But it was so cold-hearted. The guy goes in a convenience store, shoots the, the, the convenience clerk for, for no reason, and then it, you see the guy going down the freeway. Someone else is driving. He's hanging out the car, shooting at cars. And he ends up, the police, he ends up, uh, I guess, from what we had, a self-inflicted gunshot wound. He ended up killing himself. But for no reason, they can't still figure out why he shot and killed the, the fast or the convenience store clerk and then he goes on this spree where he's just hanging out the window on the freeway just shooting at the police shooting at anybody I mean what is going on love will grow cold 
lovers of themselves. This is what we're living in. I want you to recognize this just for a minute, and then we're going to have we're going to look at hope. But one more thing that distress that disturbs me more than anything. The Bible says that God's word that those in the religious world will have the form of godliness, but denying its power. You know, it's been concerning to me. Uh, it's been in the news quite a bit lately. I just, I'm always careful when I try and say this, but uh, that uh, if you've seen lately the, the, the back and forth about the rationalization of two television managers on why that they need their, their multi-million dollar jets. And I thought, wow, really? One, you know, one actually has two, I think, a Learjet and a Citation. Um, knowing somewhat about uh, just growing up in an airplane with, with my father through missions organizations and, uh, and a little twin-engine Aztec, knowing a lot of just about aviation and so forth and, and the cost of those vehicles. And they were trying to, to rationalize spending uh, millions and millions of dollars so they could just fly around the country. Their rationale was, get this, get this. Their rationale was that they, it wasn't good to fly on commercial flights because there were too many demons on the commercial airlines, if you saw that or not. That's, that's, that's quote. You can look it up. Too many demons, too much, too much bad stuff on there. I, I, the last time I checked, I thought we were supposed to go into the world. Anyways, this is where we're at. So what, what am I trying to convince you of today? What am I trying to show you today? And then we're going to look at some good things. What I'm trying to show you today is that we're there. I don't know when the Lord's going to come back, but I can guarantee you it's, it's sooner than what we think. We are in the last days. So, so what it should do, it should encourage all of us to, to what we're living in to say, well, how, how do I look at this? We look at it, we still have hope. That's how we look at it. No matter what goes on, no matter what you see, you are a child of God. Jesus is our heavenly father will meet our needs, will bless us, will protect us, will watch over us. And as parents today, if you have little ones, you're so afraid of what they're facing at school, what they're going to, to, to have to face. So what can we do? What, what, what can we do to have that hope? Well, look at Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9, and, and let's see. Galatians chapter 6 and verse 9. It gives us a promise. Let us not grow weary while doing good. For there it is, for in due season, the hope that we have in the last days, it's, it's not a time effect, it's a season. See, this is what I want to encourage you with today. Uh, no matter what you see going on in your personal life, in your family, or in society, know that 
you might have been hurt greatly, but know that this is a season. It's not going to continue. And don't try and say, man, last year was just a bad year. I hope next year's better. We've got to look at it in a way of a season in our life that when God sees it, that something is going on and he's through, which we'll look at towards the end of the message today, building a certain character in us, that season's over. God says he's going to bless us for doing good. Let's continue on what it says. Let us not grow weary while doing good, for in due season we shall reap if we do not lose heart. You know, I had something happen to me yesterday. I want you to stay with me on this. I was in a gas station, and uh, it just so threw me off guard. And, uh, and so I'm in a hurry, and I'm paying for it. And I said, uh, and I said, uh, <laughs> I said, I said, well, thank you, sir. And I'm, getting, I'm like, oh, oh, I mean, thank you, ma'am. I, I, and I don't know. I don't know. I don't know who they were. I don't know. I'm trying to figure it out. They said, okay, that's okay. Like, it's okay, it's okay. And I'm like, I don't, I don't know. Guy, girl, I don't know. I didn't know. I got back on a car. I'm like, oh, man, what did I, what did I just do? This, this is what we're living in. Did, did I, am I getting down on a person or make fun? I'm not, I don't want to do any of that. I, I, I actually want to have compassion. I want to do what is good. Even though what they might be doing is wrong. I want to love them. Love covers a multitude of sin. I want to love them in such a way that I want to be so careful with this, but, but I want to love them in such a way that they see not a judgment, but a, a love come through. Who is Jesus around the majority of the time in the Gospels? Sinners. Isn't it amazing what we're living in? Are we going to be just like everybody else? Or are we going to love everyone, not compromising, but love everybody and, and see that they, they see such a difference in us. They ask for what is the hope? See, hope in the last days is you are a bright light everywhere you go, whether you realize it or not. And I got news for you today. Listen, listen, listen to me. And I know I'll probably get in some trouble for this. God, listen carefully, God is not a Republican. Okay? I just want you to know that. That might come news to whether you're on YouTube or whether you're here today. That might come news to uh, some, some people. God is God. See, when, when we want to, to make an impact on society, do we want to be like everybody on, the, whether on Twitter or on the talk shows and everything that, that, that I just read in the last days? Do we want to be like those people that are yelling and back and forth and arguing and not getting along and judging and doing all the things? No, we want to be a bright light, not compromising. But loving in such a way, people in these last days, your light becomes brighter 
You know, it's amazing if you stand on a football field in the end zone, pitch black at night, and someone stands in the other end zone with just a little Bic lighter and flicks it. Just a little lighter, 100 yards away. You can see that light. See the impact we can have? Always be ready to give an answer for the hope that is in you. Because in these last days, confusion. Why is there so much confusion? God's word tells us in the book of Daniel that that people will go to and fro in the last days and knowledge will increase. Now, I'm not sure this, but you know what I think to and fro means? This is why. This is what we all say to each other a lot of times. Can you believe? Is, 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 is time speeding up? What's happening? Is it going faster? To and fro. Everything just seems to be going faster. You cannot argue with that for some reason. And the knowledge will increase. We see that happening. In that verse that I read a little bit ago, if you go down, I think it's a verse 7, it says, knowledge will increase. And the Old Testament says, and the New Testament says, always learning, but never able to come to the knowledge of truth. Said I mean, that's, the, that's in the last days. The form of godliness that we see, we see everywhere, and this is what's happening. The transhumanism, you say, well, Dallas, what is that? I hear it all the time in the news. What is that? That means that, that it'll get to the place to where machine, AI, artificial intelligence, will come to the place to where it'll be so integrated with, with mankind, with our, with our minds, that it will overtake and be smarter than what the actual human being is, and it will overtake it. And here's what is being said. You can become as gods. A form of godliness, but denying its power. That's where we're at. But the encouraging part today is we know. I'm so grateful that I was brought up in a home that taught me the truth about Jesus Christ. And accepted Jesus as my Savior. Even though I had years way out there, I knew as a young boy, accepted Christ as my Savior. And I had times when I was out there, but I always knew the truth. Don't take for granted that that person that you work with, that you go to school with, that you're around in, in whatever it might be, other family, they don't know. Do good. Sow what is right. See, that weariness, I believe all of you, and we're going to close with this, that weariness and the hope for the last days, you say, Dallas, how, how do I keep doing this? Life has become so complicated. It's difficult. And just as soon as you get through one thing, and that's why it says that you go through something else, don't be weary. Do good. And the way that you can do that, it says if we do not lose heart. Let's close with this in Romans chapter 5. Do not lose heart. How do we do that? We'll close with this. 
Romans chapter 5, verses 1 through 5. Therefore, having been justified by faith, we have peace with God through our Lord Jesus Christ, through whom we also have access by faith unto this grace. You know, many times I believe some, that we don't go to the Lord. We don't go, we've either had a bad week or maybe we felt like, Lord, I'm, I'm just not up to where I should be with you. And we, and we pull back. Wait a minute. God's grace. You know, it's an amazing verse of the Bible. I think it's Ephesians. It says, all throughout eternity, in the ages to come, we will still learn about his grace. We'll just keep learning all through eternity. We'll never, we'll always be so grateful for, for what he's done. And we'll learn more about it every day. So it tells us, that we have access by faith into this grace. Always know that you can go to Jesus no matter what's going on. Been away from him for a while, done some things, did this, whatever, not having the faith you should, backed off, whatever it might be. Always know that the Lord is there because of his grace through Jesus Christ that saved us. It's through the blood of Jesus Christ that we have access and through the throne of God. Through whom we also have access by faith into this grace in which we stand and rejoice. In other words, we stand. We have confidence and rejoice in hope because of God, his glory. We rejoice in that glory that we have because of our salvation. Not only here it is, but we also glory in tribulation. Oh, yeah, aren't you happy when bad things come in your life? Isn't that great? Yeah, that's great. Bring it on. Let's have some more. You don't have to pray. You know, I remember one time a buddy of mine just prayed for more tribulation. Pray for more tribulation. It just happens. You don't have to pray for it. It's going to happen. <sighs> Knowing that tribulation, here it is. Tribulation produces perseverance. And perseverance, character, and character character, hope. That process that you're going through, maybe even right now, God's not teasing you. And it's not going to be forever. It's a season in your life. And he's taking that and he's going to make you a stronger person. And here it is. We close with this today. How do we keep going? Hope does not disappoint. Do you know, no matter what you go through, if you always hope in Jesus, you always hope. You always know. You, you know, no matter how long it's been, Jesus, I know you're coming through. We're not disappointed. We know. No matter how dark it looks, no matter how long it went in my life, Year after year after year, nothing changing. I, I still knew that Jesus was going to come through someday. Hope never disappoints. No matter where you're at today, it's a season. Don't be confused with the time. It's a season. God is building a character in your life, and you hold on to that with hope. 
You know that he's coming through. He's not teasing you. He's never going to leave you. He's never going to forsake you. And something great is going to happen because you didn't give up. Don't be weary in well-doing. Because in due season, you're going to reap some unbelievable blessings. Say, how do I keep going? And this is how we close. Hope does not disappoint because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts. Because the love of God has been poured out in our hearts by the Holy Spirit. Didn't work for it. Who was given to us. You know, in the quietness of the night. And we've all experienced this. And the quietness, and you're hurting, and you feel the presence of the love of Jesus in your life, you know he's going to come through. Your circumstance doesn't change. The people in your life doesn't change. Your workplace doesn't change. All the things that you hear, maybe from the doctor is not changing. Always say, but you so know the hope that you have in these last days, you so know how much Jesus loves you. That he pours into your heart and your spirit so connects with that, with he, with the presence of Jesus. I close with this. Ephesians, Colossians 1.27 tells us, Christ in you. Holy Spirit, Christ in you, the hope of glory. That means everything imaginable. He's coming through. Don't give up. He's not going to disappoint you. Keep hoping in these last days. In due season, you will reap unbelievable. Don't give up. Let's pray. So our heads are bowed today. You know, sometimes a message that you hear uh, and you chose to turn this on today or you chose to, to get up and walk through these doors today, you could have done so many different things that that God specifically is, is showing you today that uh, no matter what happens in these last days, no matter what you and I hear and see in society, continue to do good. Continue to sow what is right with your kids, your home, at work. And, you know, people will ask, what? what What's the hope that you have? And all the way along, that, that, that's not a time. It's not this year. It's, next, it's a season. And the hope that you and I have is Jesus is never going to leave us. He's never going to forsake us. And we're going to feel his presence in the middle of the night driving your car. You can be in a crowd and still feel like, what's going on? 
the presence of Jesus is with you. By the power of his spirit, you feel his love. You have hope. You and I have hope. God tells us as we live in these last days and we'll look in the weeks to come, looking for the blessed hope. We have hope. We have hope through the one, Jesus Christ. Father, we ask you today, Lord, whether it's on YouTube, whether it's someone here, if, if someone doesn't know you as their Savior, Jesus, the hope that you have, have given us Christ Jesus in you. Hope alone is in you. What you did on the cross for us. We thank you, Jesus. Lord, if there's someone here today that doesn't know you, or say, may they know, may they recognize that they're a sinner. Know that they need you as Savior and that you died as the Son of God on the cross for them and you shed your perfect blood. And all they have to do is because of your grace. Jesus, forgive me of all my sins, and I ask you to come into my heart. I believe you died on the cross for me, and you rose from the grave for me. Father, if there's one here today that needs to pray that prayer, has been leads us in a closing song. May they, may they step out. We stand and sing an invitation. May a friend bring a friend. And Father, though, that they have hope in these last days. In Jesus' name, amen.